Welcome to the Go Lead Everything podcast. Do you aspire to become the best leader you can be? Then come along with me and GLE. Faith, love, integrity, courage. Four key values of great leaders all around the world. I'm Phil Swanson, and I'm on a mission to bring you leaders from all walks of life and arm you with the tools and mindset to lead effectively in whatever you are called to do. Are you ready? Because it's time to go lead everything. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to GLE. Doing a little different format today. I got a little change of scenery, hanging out in my upstairs room. Want to share some thoughts with you today about the how, the when, and the where of leadership. This is actually going to be a three-part series of episodes. I started first episode ever of GLE was why lead everything. And it was really my opinion on where the whole concept of GLE came from and why I think it's important to lead everything. And if you go back and listen to that episode, you'll hear my perspective on why leading everything, you know, what is that concept even about? And what I want to talk about today is sort of the how, the when, and the where. And I used a really fun tool that I just learned about. It's called answerthepublic.com. I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but answerthepublic.com is a place that pulls all of the Google searches and the most popular Google searches on certain keywords and terms and questions and gives you a lot of data on what people are asking about. And so I just put in leadership and I was curious what I would find that people are asking about with regards to leadership. And so I just pulled the three questions, how, when, and where, and, and all of the questions that people have been searching about leadership. And so I'm going to go right through them. So part one here is the how of leadership. So here we go. How leadership differs from management this is a very common one. So when I think of leadership, leadership is something that if you remember back to a time in your life where maybe you felt like you were really insecure or you felt like you were on an island, you ever feel like a ton of pressure from people to meet a deadline, to deliver a homework assignment, to, you know, maybe you felt overwhelmed. Maybe everything was real complicated and you didn't know what to do. Have you ever been at this moment and had someone kind of step in and say something, had someone do something, step in and do something and, and act. Maybe you froze in a situation and somebody jumped to and took action. That's really what leadership is all about. It's, it's serving other people. It is that call to action that you see and you meet the need. And Lots of times you see a confusion of leadership and management. So I'm not surprised that this was question number one on the search. Management is simply keeping track of people and tasks and making sure they get done. You know, we talk about project management, there's engineering management, there's, you know, business management. 
there's all sorts of different types of management and managing tasks is very different from leadership and it's very easy with the the hubbub and the busyness of the day-to-day to zero in on tasks and task 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 and really not focus on what it means to lead build up other leaders and motivate people and that's really what leadership is all about it's being able to motivate people and influence people to then go and you know do those tasks but the management piece is simply the mechanics and um, so that's how leadership differs from management how leadership has changed well i'm not sure how leadership's changed i don't really think it has i'm curious with that question, but I'm assuming what it means is more we're getting into a time where there's a lot more soft skills associated with leadership, even though I think it's always been associated with leadership, emotional intelligence. The best leaders had that, and and I think it was more accepted to have a harsher sort of less emotionally intelligent leadership style maybe in the past, And, and I don't know. I wasn't around years and years and years ago, so maybe that wasn't the case. But I think leadership hasn't changed, and it's been the same for a very long time, all the way back to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is the best leader of all, right? Sacrificed himself for the world. So uh, leadership hasn't changed, in my opinion. How leadership influences student learning. That is an interesting question. How leadership influences student learning. I'm not sure the context of that question or what people would be looking for. But I do think, you know, not just student, but any learning, if the leader creates an environment, the right environment to allow creative thinking, to allow people to fail. I have a mentor in my life that talks about this, creating create an environment where people can always be playing on the edge of failure. And this is something I've really struggled with in my whole life. I was all about getting things done right. I was all about meeting the goal. I, you know, I was an A student yeah, I wasn't like a total like 4.0 student, but I always did what I needed to do to get to the job done. And I didn't want to fail ever, period. Failure was not something I liked, even though I did it a lot, you know, being an athlete and whatnot. But as I've gotten older, I've realized that, you know, failure, the opposite of, of success isn't failure. Failure is actually the sister of success. I would say the the opposite of success is average and you don't want to be average. I had a, I have a mentor that says the best of the worst and the worst of the best is average. Don't be average, be exceptional. And you know, that I think like certain attitudes go way above and beyond what's required for things. So I think there's a line where, you can be truly exceptional, provide good customer service of your business, you know, go above and beyond to a certain degree, but at some point you're not going to be profitable, right? So, you know, there's a fine balance between doing what's necessary, going above and beyond being exceptional and not being a perfectionist and being able to be effective. So that's what I would share about um, leadership and creating an environment of learning where people can always play on the edge of failure how leadership skills can be developed. 
leadership skills are only developed, in my opinion, through practice. So you can gain knowledge from all sorts of books and things. You have to go do leadership. If you're not doing it, you're not getting better at it. So go practice. Why lead everything? Practice. You know, anybody that knows me knows I'm not a perfect leader by any means, and I need some practice. So we're practicing. How leadership has changed in 2020. Again, I don't think leadership has changed. How leadership influences organizational performance. I think we talked about that, but being able to play on the edge of failure, creating an environment where people can own up to things, take ownership and not be afraid of like some repercussion if you know they take ownership of something because they're you know trying to help the organization and do the right thing and they take ownership maybe they fail right lots of times you got really good people that are working hard busting their behind trying to just add value to an organization maybe they're a top performer maybe they're you know one of the one of the top performers in the company they're working hard maybe they fail and you know sometimes that failure, you know, some people can look at it two ways. They can look at it as, hey, I'm going to do just the minimum required so I always meet my goals and never fail, right? Or you can constantly be pushing yourself. I think Elon Musk talks about if you think about what you think you can achieve in 10 years, try to do it in six months. Yeah, you probably won't get there, but you'll be way farther along than you would have been if you just planned it for 10 years. So always create that environment, leaders, of being able to play on the edge of failure. And that's something I've been learning a lot recently. How leadership has evolved to engage teams. I think teams of people need common values, number one. Common, not even common purpose, but a leader, in my opinion, needs to understand the whys of his team or her team what are driving what things are driving your people think to a time where you asked your people so you know what do you want out of life where do you see yourself in the next five years what do you want to do you know what what makes you excited about getting up and coming to work every day what have you have you asked your people that and I'm asking myself this too, because these, these are questions that leaders need to be asking their people. They need to know what their goals are. They need to know what their whys are. So if you're going to motivate someone, you can motivate them by showing them why it's important to do the things that you're asking them to do. So how has leadership evolved to engage teams? I think, I don't know if it's necessarily evolved at all, but to engage your team and really motivate a team and get them engaged, you got to align what they're trying to accomplish, their wise, with what the organization's trying to accomplish. And if you do that, that's how you can go lead everything. This is part one. Check out part two. Make sure you share this if you think it'd be helpful for someone. And y'all have an awesome day. Go lead everything. If you think someone would benefit from hearing this episode or any of this content, please share it. 
and send them over to GoLeadEverything.com to learn more. It has been amazing to hear about all the individuals who listen to and are getting value from the content here at GLE. Thank you for your support. You are the reason we do what we do. See you next time. Go 